0: Welcome to the Hustle Less Podcast, a show for small business owners like you who know that growing a business shouldn't require so much hustle. If you want to market your business from the inside out using simple and effective strategies that focus on your unique strengths, then you're in the right place and I'm so, so glad you're here. I'm your host, Katie Taylor, and each week you'll receive practical, tangible, and creative strategies to help you grow your business in ways that actually make sense for you. So let's not wait any longer. Here we go with today's episode. Hi there, welcome back for another episode of the Hustle Less Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you some fresh, unexpected questions to help you make your website better Especially if you're a small service based business. These are questions that I use with my own clients when they want to evaluate their brand presence, their general marketing plan, or more specifically, their website. That will help you make sure that your website, as a member of your team, is doing everything it can to make your day to day business easier, more effective, and also creating. As many opportunities for you as possible. Number one, what is the number one question you receive from new leads? This might be through your contact form or when you get on a discovery call together. What are the top even three questions that you're receiving? And the reason you want to be thinking about this is, first of all, it's great market research. It's actually giving you a chance to get into the minds of the people that you want to be working with, the people that you most want to be serving, and how better way to do that than to have a chance to better understand what they're looking for, what their needs are. And then secondly, this might be a good indication of what type of information actually needs to be moved onto your website. For example, I was working with a client and we were we were walking through the process from someone reaches out to their business through what it looks like for them to actually book and go on my client's calendar. When we got to the part where they were sharing with me what that first phone call looks like, I realized as kind of this fresh set of eyes, that that information is information that they're sharing with everyone who calls and what happens is that's making the phone call longer and it is keeping your buyer in the position of information collecting longer than they need to so they're when they call or when they reach out they're reaching out from an information collection perspective and that it makes it harder to move them to a position of buying in one conversation So for information that the majority of your leads and clients are going to need to have prior to actually purchasing or booking with your business, it can make sense to make that information available on your website. Again, we're kind of thinking of your website as that customer service representative. So you know, instead of someone calling and saying, hey, I have a question, they're coming to your website with that same question and your website is handling that conversation for you. What happens then is when somebody fills out your contact form or sets up that call with you, they have moved past the information collecting stage and they are now looking to buy, intent to buy. And that's where you now have the ability to focus your conversation on answering their specific questions with the type of information that probably doesn't make sense to just put on your website for everybody. When they reach out, it's communicating and signaling to you hey, I have this need. I think your business potentially is a great fit for it. I might have a couple questions just to make sure. And then I'm, I'm considering buying. Number two, are the people who are reaching out to you booking? The reason we want to look at this is to make sure that the information that people are finding on your website is helping to qualify the right kinds of people to reach out to you when they are interested in booking. There are a few things that, In general, people are looking for when they're making these buying decisions, the price that goes with it. And so, if people are reaching out to you and not booking, there's likely to be a disconnect somewhere in your website that is either preventing the right people from reaching out to you or encouraging the wrong people to reach out to you. Number three, what feels most painful with the current scope of your services and offerings? This can feel kind of random when it comes to thinking about your website. But the reason for this question is to make sure that your website is not encouraging parts of your business difficult or have the lowest profit margins, or if there's information that we can be sharing earlier in your customer's journey that would help to alleviate some of these pain points. When we look at this question, we find areas of opportunity for fine-tuning and tightening up this customer experience in a way that usually benefits you as the business owner more than it even benefits your customers. Number four, what insights are your current clients already providing for you? It can be difficult when we are in conversations with new clients to be present, to be an active listener Rather than listening with the intent to respond, and I get this, <laughs> there is this desire to be prepared to not be caught off guard because sometimes it might feel like if if I don't have the answer right away, how are they going to take me seriously? Or maybe they won't think I know what I'm talking about. So while being a better listener is simple, it is not... An easy thing to do. But when we are active listeners in our conversations, there is information that will be provided to us that is exactly what we need, and we may not otherwise receive it. So you will find out why your leads are contacting you, what keeps current clients happy, how they're feeling, what's important to them. You can get an idea of where they're overwhelmed or what they value, what they're looking for. And the value here for you as the business owner is when it comes time for you to make decisions around your website messaging and your general marketing strategy. And it is the heart and the mind that make the majority of consumer spending decisions. Number five, How would you explain the differences between you and your competitors? Unless you want to be offering the lowest prices in your market, you're going to want to spend some time here. I like to ask this question in person to my clients because the answers that I receive are genuine. They're unfiltered and they are usually speaking from the heart what they are passionate about, why they are so that they do things in how they're building their business. This question then helps us identify some of the most valuable pieces of their messaging. When you are the business owner, you know so much more than any of your clients, but they don't know what you know, and they don't know what they don't know. So they don't know the disappointments that they may face with the wrong investment in the same ways that you do. They haven't experienced the difference in quality between your business and others. Not that we are looking to call out others in the industry. Instead, we want to articulate what makes your business the business that it is so that you can create stronger connections with your audience that increase your overall bookings with less effort. I also like to remind my clients that competitors is sort of a subjective term because I believe that your business does things in such a way that there is no equal competition. The way you do things is perfectly right for your clients. Number six, What do you want to overhear someone saying about your business? So this is kind of a two-part question. I start out usually by asking, what are you likely to overhear if someone were talking about your business? And that's where... You can look at the reviews that you're receiving, the referrals, how are people describing your company? And then figuring out from there, is how they're describing it the perfect answer? Or would you ideally wanna tweak a few things about it? So first, what are you likely to overhear if someone were talking about your business? And then secondly, what do you want to overhear someone saying about your business? This is the overall brand identity and reputation that you are looking to build. And once you have the answer to both, you can start to dig into the differences to allow your brand to lean into that that brand identity that you're aspiring towards. Number seven, how many clients do you actually need to be hitting your revenue goals? Recently, I was driving home. I was just a few streets away from my neighborhood And I was behind a red truck. And the truck itself had one of those decal marketing things all over it. And I am always looking at other people's marketing. I'm reading street signs. I'm checking out billboards, magazines, local magazine prints. And I like to see not only what people are saying, how they're doing it. I like to be collecting ideas and I also like to sort of audit the marketing as I come across it. And this particular truck was in front of me and I wanted to see what the business was. Ironically enough, it was a business that offered dog poop scooping services for yards. And it might seem bizarre to think that people are paying for that, but, but some people are. And the truth is, businesses don't need most people to pay for their services They need a select few to buy in, become that client, and be that loyal customer that keeps coming back and referring others to them. I ask my clients this question to help them start thinking about how many clients they actually need. If they have a goal of maintaining their business, they're looking to grow, they want to incorporate more sustainability or better health into their business. And when we frame the conversation this way, we're no longer tasked with creating the greatest website and using the latest marketing tactics for the whole world. Instead, they're now intentionally crafting a place for people who will be absolutely crazy about their services so that they can find them, learn more, and then reach out. And by the way, the same thing is true when it's time to take your marketing over to Instagram. It is not about reaching the masses. It's about preparing the right message for the right people. And lastly, number eight, I like to ask my clients, where are your leads and clients coming from? It's important to know where they're coming from because you need to know how to welcome them when they come to your website. And what I mean by welcome them is what do they know about your business? What are they likely to be looking for? What do they need to see or read or hear from you when they come to your website. And so knowing where they've come from can help you preface and determine what information needs to be front and center on your website and what information is secondary and how you can start to build a connection with those leads when they arrive to your website. And clients are not all coming from the same place. A lead who found you through a Google search is approaching their buying decision differently than the lead who is coming to you saying, My neighbor raves about you all the time. There you have it. Eight questions that you can use to make sure that your website is pulling its weight as a member of your business. Let's recap them real quick. Number one What is the number one question your business receives? Number two, are the people reaching out to you also booking with you? Number three, what feels most painful with the current scope of your services or offerings? Number four, what insights are your current clients already providing you? Number five, can you explain the difference between you and your competitors? Number six, what do you want to overhear someone saying about your business? Seven, how many clients do you actually need to book to reach your revenue goals? And number eight, where are your clients coming from? I hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it's given you some helpful ideas to enhance your website.